Hi, I'm Don Whitlock and welcome to the GDI podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. Each week I'll be speaking to a variety of fantastic guests about how their products have changed the lives of single people all over the world. We normally record these episodes face-to-face at our London office, but due to the COVID-19 crisis, the following episode was recorded remotely, so you may notice a slight difference in the audio. I also need to tell you about Realme, our brand new sponsor of the GDI podcast. Realme is doing something important for the online dating world by making it safer, and that means more people will feel comfortable using dating apps and connecting during this unprecedented time. I'll tell you a little bit more about Realme later on in this episode, but for now, you can visit realmehq.com forward slash dating for more information. Today, I'm joined by Jeff Cook, who is the co-founder and CEO of The Meat Group, one of the world's largest publicly traded online dating companies. Its portfolio includes apps like Meet Me, Love You, and Growler, and is known across the industry for hosting a variety of quality live video products, something that's becoming more and more popular in the current climate. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the GDI podcast today. Thanks, Dom. It's great to be here. So could you give us more of a quick overview of The Meet Group and explain where it currently stands in the online dating industry? Scout, which serve um, mostly a U.S. market. Lavu, which is uh, our European dating app. Uh, biggest country there is Germany, uh, but also uh, France, Italy, and Spain. Tag, which is an African-American dating app. And Growler, which is our, our gay dating app. Altogether, there's about 15 million people uh, coming every month, sending many billions of chats. Um, based on our surveys, we believe as much as, as one meeting in, you know, in real life every second, of course, not, not in these strange times, but it is happening as a result of these apps. Um, and um, what we've been really focused on in, in recent years um, has been marrying uh, dating with live streaming video. Uh, so we have um, many, many, many millions, tens of millions of minutes of, of live streaming every day. Um, we've actually grown the video business from nothing in 2016 um, to our biggest revenue segment ahead of subscriptions, ahead of advertising. And so, um, and it's also the, our, by far our fastest growing. So it, where, we, where we have always said we fit is essentially as the bar or the coffee house, this, you know, mobile, this, this kind of casual gathering place. Um, and we added live video to it because we essentially wanted live video to function as uh, almost the band at the bar, um, the entertainment function. And when we looked across the dating landscape, we saw this trend towards utility, utility, utility. Hinge, you know, talks about design to be deleted. Um, we have always emphasized this entertainment aspect of dating. Um, and we do that now in the form of these mini dating games, uh, that we've created called Next Date um, and, our, and our live streaming video platform generally. And there's a great essay, it's, it's now a little uh, dated, uh, maybe a year or more ago, uh, by Eugene Way about maximizing uh, for consumer mobile apps, ma- maximizing not just utility, but also uh, status and entertainment. And, and we, we really think about that when we're designing our uh, product pipeline is what, what, what of these are going to maximize utility, by which we mean, how can we connect people to dates to, so they can meet in real life and find meaningful connections? Uh, entertainment, how can we help them pass the time 
find connections, but uh, uh, but 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 in more of an entertainment-driven way. And, and then also status, because it, it tends to be a way we monetize. So through leaderboards, gamification, that's how we monetize the live video. So obviously live streaming is a massive, massive part of your business model, and we'll sort of get onto that more in a minute. But what other measures are you taking to ensure your users can continue to meet safely and can continue to have meaningful interactions during this period? Uh, and you know, we also have been surveying them to, to, to make sure that they are. Uh, we, we've found uh, every week of this crisis so far, the, the number of people claiming to be following uh, social distancing protocols and essentially not leaving the house has risen uh, to the, the high of 88% as of this week's surveys. So, so we, we believe that our users are, are, are distancing. Um, and I would say that the main thing we've been doing to, to to, to further that, besides, of course, posting notices that say, you know, dating is not essential and just reminding users of this. Um, but the, the main thing we've been doing is prioritizing some of our video features or in some cases creating new video features that we hadn't planned um, in, in response to the crisis. Uh, people are clearly spending more time in video than ever before. Um, and so we've done certain things to, to further accelerate our plans. Um, for example, uh, we, we, we now power live video on POF, uh, Plenty of Fish, a, a, a sizable dating app. Um, that was, we, we accelerated our plan to do that. Uh, we're rolling out live video to our gay dating app, uh, Growler, in the next two weeks, um, and, and then free one-on-one -on -one video after that. Um, we had planned to, to, to add video to Growler, but it was probably a few months out, and, and, and now it's you know, a couple weeks out. Uh, and then we had actually never planned to do the one-on-one -on -one video piece on Growler. Uh, but that was in direct response to to uh, the need to to add more video, uh, and then we're adding one on one video to our tagged and Laboo apps too, as well as accelerating a feature that we created called Blind Date, which is kind of an enhancement to our next date dating game. So it, mostly, what what so what, what this has been while we've been kind of trapped inside and and running the whole business um, remotely, it ha has been just if if we were doubled down on video before, now we're tripled down. Just how significantly have you seen the number of active users on your live streaming features increase over the past month or so? Pandemic to uh, the last week, um, we're seeing our video minutes up uh, by 33%. We're seeing um, uh, chats up by about the same amount, chats sent in video up by 33%. People are just spending a lot more time in video than we've ever seen, um, and they're monetizing um, as well as we've ever seen. And so, um, you know, video has been um, uh, kind of the, the the product of the times. And of course, you see this everywhere. Is Zoom is is obviously as popular as it's ever been. Um, people are using video to for work or for school, um, but they're also using it for dating, and and, and we're seeing that quite clearly in our numbers. Um, every day there's 100,000 plus people, uh, 100,000 plus of these next day dating games that I mentioned. Um, there's a million people, million plus at this point um, that are either vi viewing uh, video streams or, or, uh, or broadcasting themselves. And so, um, you know, people are, they're trapped at home, they're looking for community and connection. And, you know, I think they're finding it um, on, on our suite of, of apps.
You also mentioned that the introduction of live streaming on Growler was accelerated because of the situation. Could you explain how you work to bring that release date forward? Sure. Um, you know, mostly it's just a question of prioritizations. Um, the, the main thing we did, I, I think we planned to launch live video um, fully uh, featured on Growler, by which I mean, as on all the other apps that we have, the other four um, live video consists of the video platform itself, as well as this gifting engine on top of it. Um, and so what we did for Growler um, is uh, we're actually launching it without the gifting platform. And then we'll we'll fast follow that build um, with that has live um, sometime after we get um, uh, some, with the, the, the build that has the gifting platform sometime after we have the broadcasting engine as well as the one on one engine out. Um, and, and, and so that was the that was the main thing we did that that it expedited it. Um, and that was in response to the fact that, um, you know, Growler didn't have video. It was clear in the metrics that we, we look at that it was the most impacted of the apps. I wouldn't say it was severely impacted, but it, but, you know, it was, it was the most impacted of the apps. Um, and so we felt the need to, 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 to mitigate that by adding video um, quicker than we, we otherwise probably would have. So, so we've known Match for many years. Uh, we've been sharing regular uh, video updates with them. Um, and really ever since we started down the video path in 2016, and we were pleased when they thought of us uh, when they felt it was time to uh, look to investigate options to video enable um, uh, plenty of fish. So, um, you know, I think it, it was born, that particular relationship was born out of just a, a long um, personal relationship. And um, I think good knowledge uh, on, on how our own video products were, were progressing. Um, I think the virus did accelerate our rollout plans, but only by probably a matter of of, of months, um, you know, we we were pretty far down the line um, on the integration um, as it as it as it stood, um, and uh, you know, we this VPass product we call it VPass Video Platform as a Service, where we take um, the the key insight into this business was you know, we've now added video to four of our owned and operated. Um, apps and soon it'll be five as soon as we video enable Growler. Um, and then we've also added it to um, Pop. And the key insight was after we did really the first or second of our of our owned and operated apps was that we could do this for really any um, large app, you know, any app with you know, many hundreds of thousands of daily active users. Um, and there's real benefits to having big video viewerships, big video uh, streaming bases. There's a clear network effects to video. Um, and network size is critical to recruiting uh, new streamers. And so it, 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 it's certainly this virtuous circle. If you can grow the network, you can grow the business. Um, and so it's something that we're, we're actively looking at. How can we further expand um, our VPAS business to other uh, both dating businesses, uh, certainly dating businesses, um, but also potentially beyond that to um, gaming or music or or, or other social um, apps. So you know, it, it's an exciting aspect of the business, uh, a very new one. Um, hard to say exactly where that will be um, in in a couple of years, but 
uh, we're, we're at least excited about it. And, and we've been pleased so far with, uh, with, with the, the relationship with, with Puff. So that leads into my next question quite nicely. Uh, when the world does get out the other side of this pandemic, and obviously we don't really know when that's going to be, what do you think the lasting impact on the online dating industry will be, um, especially in terms of video? Sure. Um, you know, I, I, it's an interesting question because I think, um, you know, I, I, I think people haven't really um, factored their um, uh, habits yet into really calling this normal, right? Like, I, I think there was this old normal where where life behaved uh, as as expected, and people like to call this the new normal. But we don't really see any any evidence in our surveys that people think this is is normal, <laughs> uh, and by which I mean. Um, they think that within 30 days they will be resuming normal dating habits uh, in terms of real life meetings and so forth. And, and I think people are probably underestimating that, uh, the length of time before that resumes. And what, what I think uh, personally is more likely is that um, people are not going to want to risk, people will start to date, of course they will, they'll start to meet in person, um, but, that volume is that's going to be very tentative. They're, they're going to be more cautious. Um, every date is a risk of virus exposure, particularly in certain areas of the country. I'm sure that would be the case where some are better than others um, and, and of, of the world. And I can't imagine that people are going to want to connect with someone in, in real life for the first time um, without having. Um, had a video chat with them without having had some conversation with them to see if they're uh, disqualifiable in the first, you know, two, two to five minutes, because if they are, why, why risk the virus um, exposure? Um, so, so my, my sense is people are going to use right now they're using video and dating because it's, it's a, it's a substitute for meeting in person. Uh, when people can start to meet in person, I think they will use it increasingly as um, a filter for whom to meet. Um, and, and I think putting yourself out there on video in a streaming way, like streaming video in a dating context is a really difficult thing for, for a lot of people to do, right? We, we, we see that there's many more in our data. We see that there's many more viewers of streams than, 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 uh, than broadcasters of streams, but we're also seeing the virus change that where, People are used to now streaming for Zoom. They're used to streaming for you know d these virtual happy hours that people have started doing, uh, virtual dates. And so streaming on our platform becomes less and less a, a hurdle. People are more willing to put themselves out there. I, I think that will continue. So I, I would expect streaming rates to, 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 to go up. I, I think a potential loser in um, kind of a post-pandemic uh, world is you know the, the more shallow of the swiping apps right where people where, where there is no video connection there is no real community sense um you're you're kind of just finding a date for the weekend and then you meet that date somewhere um and you you take on the risks of that ex of, of that exposure without having vetted them um so, so i think what you'll see is that um those types of apps will uh, undoubtedly add more community, more chat and more, um, and, and especially more video features, um, in order to, uh, 
kind of de-risk the face-to-face interaction uh, that, that will eventually happen. The GDI podcast is sponsored by Realme, safety through trust. Realme was created to answer the need for consumer safety by addressing the growing issues of fraud, scams and abuse. The risks can be so much worse than consumers losing money, and the ongoing issues erode trust in the services that people love. The Realme technology and data platform helps make dating services, e-commerce sites and other online marketplaces safer and more trusted for identity verification and background and reputation assessments covering 325 million adults in the United States through a turnkey, no-cost solution to reduce risks and increase trust. Make sure you visit realmehq.com forward slash dating for more information. Now going in a slightly different direction, it was announced about a month ago that, that the Meet Group was acquired by Newcom Group. How do you see this helping your company moving forward? Sure. Uh, yeah, so we, we're very excited to, to announce that. Um, I, I think there's a number of benefits to the company um, going forward. Um, one is just, of course, a, a strengthened portfolio. Um, you know, it is really two two entities that that uh, are are are, in the, are acquiring the company. One is Proceben, um, and and you mentioned uh, they own and uh, and control the Newcom Group. Um, and then the other big investor in the Newcom Group is General Atlantic, the large uh, private equity um, fund. Uh, and w- one of the the main benefits, of course, is, is strengthening the portfolio. They own eHarmony, they own Parship, they own Elite Partner. We, of course, own Meet Me, Laboo, Scout, Tag, and Growler. We kind of operate on different ends of the dating spectrum um, where, you know, you have eHarmony and Parship on, on one end, um, where they're um, very focused on, on matchmaking, on maybe even finding a spouse. Um, and then you have, you know, more, um, more, more meeting-minded, more dating-minded, more casual uh, chat and 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 kind of like like I said, bar, coffee house, uh, chatting spaces uh, in our brands, and I think those those fit well together. I think they diversify the portfolio nicely. We, we obviously have this real focus on video. Um, uh, we also have a, a big advertising segment, and we have a, a sizable subscription base. Um, you look at, the, at at their business; it's it's, it's largely a subscription orientation. You know, you, you look at just this most recent pandemic. And um, you know, st- subscription revenue very stable. You know, helps helps kind of sustain the company kind of through thick uh, through, through through any kind of waters. Uh, video responds uh, apparently based on you know uh, uh, quite quite nicely to um, uh, disruptions uh, where where people might have to stay at home. Um, advertising you know does well in in you know when, when you're when you're writing kind of a uh, a bullish market where the ad market's hot, um, less well when when you're you're in a recession. So so I think I think the combination of of these business um, uh, these methods of monetization I think will be important. Um, but I would say you know some some of the the other ones that are probably just as important. You know if you look at what we've done over the last four years or so, we we've acquired four companies in four years, right? I, I founded the company. Uh, Meet Me, which was originally my yearbook, which we renamed, but um, that that's the only one of the five apps in our port- portfolio that, that we've built. Um, the other four we've acquired. And um, if you look at kind of adding the financial firepower of, um, of a General Atlantic um, to the mix, 
Uh, there's this possibility to uh, continue to 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 be a roller platform, uh, to continue to video enable other apps, ones that we either uh, partner for or ones that we we acquire. Um, and if you look at this broader context of kind of the the dating landscape, um, you see consolidation everywhere, right? Um, you see Blackstone recently uh, acquire uh, Bumble and and Badoo, um, and and presumably in, intend to to invest quite a bit more into that. Match has always been reasonably acquisitive. Uh, you look at Hinge relatively recently, Poff some time ago, um, and. We also see, you know, increasing. Well, we don't really sense it right now. We we sense that there'll be uh, increasing video competition, right? You see, uh, the Match Group in, in one of their um, uh, shareholder letters put out something saying one of the top three goals in 2020 is um, video, and you have Amazon, Twitch, um, you know, continuing down their their live streaming uh, portion. Now, yes, more focused on gaming, but certainly we keep a, a close eye there. Um, and so I think. You know, as we think about further contending and growing um, in this consolidating landscape, it makes sense to consolidate ourselves. Um, and so that 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 I think was was part of it as well. And you've also had quite an emphasis on user safety and security since the beginning of 2020, uh, namely a collaboration with Microsoft. Can you explain some of the developments that you've been working on? Sure. Um, yeah, and, and you know, a lot of that is stemming from actually this video platform as a service business I, I mentioned as well, that you know, it's important to, if we're going to power some of the biggest names, some of the biggest you know, companies, corporations in the world for video, they have to feel very comfortable that um, our safety and moderation capabilities are um, top notch. And I think a lot of I think that's what's motivated some of this tremendous investment. Yeah, you mentioned Microsoft. We, we worked with Microsoft on an anti-grooming um, AI solution to um, to look for uh, uh, problematic uh, uh, grooming behaviors uh, from from kind of an older user to a younger user, where where one one side of this may have lied about their age. Um, but we we really um, have made a, a significant investment in safety. 40% of our workforce is dedicated to moderating content and user safety. We use machine learning like, like the one I just mentioned, but, but many others to, to algorithmically review hundreds of millions of pieces of content. Uh, you know, we do this 24 seven, 365. Um, this was actually when we went down the video path in 2016, we, we didn't say, hey, let's put a team on it. And see what happens. We put the whole company on it because we we understood that you know you don't get into video and <laughs> uh, in a half-hearted way. Um, you know it's it, it, it transforms the entire business. It transforms how you do moderation. It, 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 you know you you go you add <laughs> hundreds of moderation heads um, in order to, to to pull this off. You have to build significant um, AI systems. Um, but you know I would say on the safety front where we're focused in 2020 is really just on a few different um, key areas. W one is authenticity. Uh, we, we are working on uh, a verified badge where a user can, can verify, basically say they're not a bot. Eventually that will be, uh, they'll be able to say that they are the person who appears in the profile photo. We recently announced a partnership with a company called Facetech, um, which builds this authentication software that like in a few seconds, just like everyone opens their phone, uh, with their face, uh, or many people do anyway. Um, 
you know, similar concept, a couple seconds, uh, we can get a sense of, of, of who you are. We can prove that you're live and not a bot. Um, we can make sure you don't have multiple accounts. Uh, and w we hope to, in the future, be able to say the profile photo that, that you're using is you. Um, and uh, so, so we're, we're actually very excited about that. Um, other dating apps have taken, uh, have verified badges. They, they, they're, they're mostly using a, a human orient orientated, is a, a person is basically saying, yeah, this person looks like this other person. Um, and so uh, I'm going to, to give them the badge. Um, we, we don't think humans are very good at making that judgment call. Um, and we also think that um, you'd like to be able to use this. Uh, if, you're, if you're asking people to show their face, you'd really like to be able to keep people, bad actors off based on it. Um, obviously you can't do that in, in the context of a, of a human review. Um, so, so we think um, that this, 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 this review will be very positive for us. It, it also has some benefits, we believe will have some benefits once we enable it um, for age estimation. Because we'll have this very rich 3D scan of, of, of the face, um, we'll be able to uh, flag users that appear to be uh, less than 18 um, and, and, and in, a, in a way that was more data rich than, than, than previous ways. So, so I, I think we'll, we'll have good age estimation coming off of it as well. And then another goal, you know, we're very much focused on uh, improving our device blocking capabilities. You know, it might sound easy to keep some unwanted user off your app, but it's harder than you think. Um, having a verified badge, um, th that helps, but, but it's not enough. Um, Apple actually has some pretty good um, uh, device block capabilities that we'll, we, we are working on integrating right now. Um, and we're, we're looking for, for various Android solutions as well. And then um, the last area that we're really planning to, to, to focus on this year is uh, textual screening. We do a pretty good job um, with, with video, with photo. Um, with text, we, we do a, a reasonably good job with significant systems built for that, homegrown systems. Uh, but we're now uh, looking at uh, a couple, at least a couple different vendors to see if they could beat our homegrown solutions and help us with multiple languages outside of English. Um, people, of course, use many special characters and ways of defeating uh, textual uh, blocks. And so um, there's a lot of interesting AI going into that where the whole company is dedicated to just this problem. Um, and we're hopeful that that those, those um, that there'll be a solution that, that would replace our, our existing solution. So, um, you know, I think that's, that's some of it. That's some of that, that's, that's certainly the goals for the year. You know, we, we treat, you know, edu safety is, is critical. We, we, we view education as kind of one side of the coin. Um, you know, you have to tell users what your standards are. You have to, you know, to, to make sure that they, uh, we actually make them go through the safety pledge where they agree to do things like, um, uh, not meet in public, only meet in public, um, uh, not give money away to, to somebody asking for it, things of that nature. Um, and then we also have a very proactive reporting uh, view. So, so, so we were actually looking at, at lots and lots of content, uh, tens of millions of pieces of content through algorithmic systems um, every, every day. And then um, on top of that, we have this reactive method where if you can we make it easy to report abuse and then we actually look at it uh if you do um and so so we have the you know, we kind of have this education this proactive this reactive 
way of of, of moderating, and and it seems to be uh, uh, working for the you know. Uh, there's always things you can improve though in the safety and moderation field. Just finally, looking a bit further forward, what do you expect the online dating industry will look like in say three years time, and where will the meet group fit into that landscape? You know, it's it's interesting. You know, I I, I would say I probably tend to look more six to 12 months out and that's probably why i've been doing it 15 years right <laughs> is because um you know it, it, it is hard to, to to really have much faith in such a fast moving landscape and so um we tend to be more of the moment hopefully if, if we're doing it right slightly ahead of it um you know an example of that is you know we were going after video in 2016 you know, 2019 um, is when you know, video really came into its own. But you know, as early as 2017, we we're seeing good results from it. Um, you know, I think that if I look, like if I have to look three years out, I would say, like I said uh, earlier, that you know, the, I think shallow swiping apps will um, need a new trick. So, so I think those will come under pressure. They, they've gotten a lot of the dating uh, mindshare over the last, you know five years or so. Um, I, I think I think they'll need a new trick and they'll probably look for one. Um, and, and I think to the extent that you can be focused on um, utility, entertainment, and status, I, I, I think you can build kind of interesting novel products. Um, I, I do worry, and, and I think anybody in dating who's being honest, um, you know, is worried about Facebook. Um, you know, they're the only dating app you know, in existence that um, gets the inner inter relationship signal so reliably, you know, whether a certain introduction led to a marriage. Um, and you could imagine some dystopian future, uh, you know, 20 years from now where everyone says, hey, you know, portal, uh, who should I marry? And, and Facebook, you know, arranges a, a wedding uh, based on its uh, substantial uh, AI capabilities. Um, but, you know, I think that, um, you know, 15 years, you know, if you go, if you go three years out, you, you see more video. If you go longer, um, you, you see just dramatically more AI. Um, and, and uh, you know, our goal, of course, is to, is to factor into this future through building kind of novel, innovative live streaming products that uh, kind of blend utility where you might actually meet the person you're live streaming. Uh, with entertainment, where you're actually entertained by the, the live stream itself. Well, that's brilliant. Thank you again, Jeff, for speaking to me today. Where can people go if they want to find out more about The Meat Group? Uh, you could go to themeatgroup.com to learn a bit more about the, the corporation behind it, or you could try one of our apps. Uh, Meet Me would be a good place to start, the Meet Me app, or Lavu if you happen to be, um, uh, especially if you're France, Italy, Spain, or Germany. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's all from us today. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your colleagues and other professionals in the industry. I'll be back soon with another guest and another episode. In the meantime, keep up to date with all the latest online dating news by following us on Twitter at global underscore dating or by visiting gdi.news. Please also make sure you check out Realme to find out how they are working to keep the online dating community safe. Visit realmehq.com forward slash dating. That's R-E-A-L-M-E-H-Q dot com forward slash dating for more information.